We are live, Patrick. Oh, Josh. Oh, and everybody else, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome back to the Invincible FC podcast. This isn't um, just me. Well, I mean, it's just you for now, but everybody else will hear it soon. <laughs> Pretty soon, yeah. Within the next few weeks. Yeah, should be soon. Yeah, knowing me, I take forever to post an episode. You guys might never hear this. Um, all the transfers will get happen by the time we start talking about them on air. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But no, no, no. Let's 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 be serious for a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a couple of different things to discuss, transfer market related. First one of the year. Uh, this is this. These are fun. Transfer window yeah, check-ins yeah. are some of my favorite yeah. episodes that we make because they're so open-ended. Oh yeah, there's so much you can say. You can really like talk your butt off. You don't really have to have any facts. You can act smarter than you're really not. You have no idea what's going on. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Exactly. And then you yeah, you can say all these things and make you sound so smart. And then you don't even need to have any facts because you just like make yeah. stuff up. Yeah. Exactly. All right, but regardless, <laughs> not not encouraging any of you to stop listening. Right Definitely now. not. What we're about um, to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the the thing to start with is probably. The Saudi Pro League. Mm. The Saudi Pro League is kind of doing a Chinese Super League right now, if you if you know what I mean. Um, they are just buying every decent player they can get their hands on, um, and they're yeah they're really shelling out the cash to try and improve the quality of play in their league. And to be honest with you, we're already seeing higher quality players go to Saudi Arabia than we ever saw go to China. Mm-hmm. Players like N'Golo Kante and Karim Benzema have signed up to go over. Uh, and that's a level of play that we, I mean, again, maybe Hulk was the best player that went to China. Like, not nobody who was like truly world class made their way over there. I mean, Karim Benzema won the Ballon d'Or yeah. last year. I think. I think the the best player that went to China was Oscar, and and he was he was still in his prime. To be fair, uh, I think he was like twenty six or so. Um, oh, true, I forgot about Oscar. That was probably the best player. I think there were guys like Jackson Martinez, Yana Carrasco, who actually came back um, and and reentered his prime back here again, but or back in Spain. But uh, I I wouldn't compare this to China. Everybody is doing that, but I think this is different just because they have way more money to spend. They're handling it a lot better, and I talked about it. Uh, a few episodes ago, but I think, uh, I think it's different here just because they're, they're making, they're signing players that are closer at least to their primes and of higher stature. Um, when you compare Oscar and Yana Carrasco to Kareem Benzema and Golo Kante and a lot of other players now, I mean, you see, you see all of Chelsea's Deadwood, all their rejects, and, and it's not just all 30 plus year old players. This is an arsenal, you know. It's not Chelsea's retirement home. Uh, this is, you know, this is Edward Mendy. This is Hakim Ziyech. This is, uh, uh, I forget all the other players, but there are a lot of them. Kaudu Koulibaly, um, and, and some big God, news. Come- so bad for Ziyech if that happened. Yeah, I mean, he'll be making. How much would that suck, dude? <laughs> we make really, you do, uh, but I mean, he was so close to getting that move to PSG. I know, which so. is also a making bank situation. But he's not—he's—he's he's not going to be, you know, he, he's not replacing Messi at PSG. <laughs> you know, that's true. That's true. I don't know. He's I, still I, a very good player. I mean, Messi snubbing, Messi snubbing, um, the Saudi league is another interesting point right, of this of whole discussion because he seems to be the only player 
like high profile player that they've been after who hasn't taken the, yeah. the option so far. I mean, he also had other options to make a lot of money and he already has made a lot of money to be fair. Uh, I mean, you know, all these players are getting these, these lifetime contracts, these just, you know, you, you can't turn them down. Messi's already made that sort of money and he's going to be making still just a ridiculous, ridiculous salary and, and then some uh, in, in, in the U S but um so, so I understand it from that perspective, but there's been a lot more as well. Um, and, you know, now news that Thomas Party, perfectly in his prime, you know, one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. Um, another top midfielder in Ruben Neves, it looks like, is about to go. Um, by the way, I think Wolves are in the mud, but that's a story for another day. But uh, Yes, Wolves, relegate Wolves. Yeah, they're relegate getting relegated. Huang. They're getting relegated. Uh, relegate Huang. That's my new, that's my new thing. <laughs> You see, Huang just said some good stuff about Arsenal, though. He, uh, I don't know if you saw that. He, uh, he said some some nice stuff. I think about the Emirates, just about the, the great atmosphere. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that changes probably, perspective. Yeah, he probably still isn't scoring goals. <laughs> yeah. Um, my my Huang hate is going to be relentless. I do apologize because it, <laughs> it does make me sound like a bit of a jerk, but it's going to be a bit of my thing here. Uh, you have you have your players. You have your players. It's fair. Uh, oh, like Danny Ings? <laughs> Terrible. Whoever thought Danny Ings could play football? You're better than Danny Ings at football. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I guess I could play for whoever he plays for now, one of the Claret and Blue teams. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I, I think Saudi are making some really, uh, really high-profile signings. And, yeah, they're just spending unbelievable amounts of money that these players don't deserve, at least for their footballing abilities. But, um but I think it's working better than China worked. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree with you there. I mean, I think this is a more concerted effort, though. Mm-hmm. I think Saudi Arabians are more passionate about football yeah. than the Chinese are, kind of as a whole. And there's more dedication to it. I mean, so I, I watched a little bit of some 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 something on YouTube the other day educating me on the, the, the Chinese project, the Chinese Super League project, mm-hmm. what it was all about. And a big thing was they wanted to make the Chinese national team capable of winning the World Cup. They wanted to make China a soccer hub. I heard about that that project. But then they were like, oh, shoot, that actually doesn't make any sense. Screw that. We're not going to do it. Yeah. It just bounced off of it. Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia, I mean, this is the trend in the Middle East right now. There are a lot of Middle Eastern folks with a lot of money, governments particularly, going all in on, on football and doing what everything they can to build themselves up. And Saudi Arabia doesn't show any signs of, of giving in on that project. It seems like this is their thing. And it's not so much on a whim as it was with China, where China, you know, Xi Jinping decided we, I want our country to be good at football. So he tried to do it, decided it didn't work and then just moved on. This has been building for a number of years. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I think, I think this is more, you know, more than anything about sports washing, just as China was, just as, you know, many countries have done. Uh, but I, I do think, yeah, they're, they're, they're making more of an effort and, and they're I really, they're really bringing wash. Cause I don't think China cares. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I think, I think, well, no, I think, I think Xi, uh, Xi Jinping did, you know, obviously it would have been a great look for the country if China uh, did win yeah, the world's cup. Right. That That's country. true. But, um, but I do think, uh, I do think there is a culture shift in in 
um, in the Middle East in general. And I, I have been seeing, it seems like they're, they're making some, you know, more liberal um, laws, at least. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the political landscape. Obviously, there's a long way to go before they actually, you know, have a good human rights record. Uh, but I think they are sort of shifting a little bit of the culture towards football culture. And that's A, from owning clubs, B, from hosting World Cups, and C, to making their own league relevant. Um, and, and D, obviously, to, to make their own national teams better. And, and, you know, Qatar had a project from a long time, a long time before they even had the, the World Cup bid accepted to be bringing in players at a very young age from, from Brazil, I think, in particular. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's never going to... Yeah, Qatar got embarrassed at the World Cup too, by the way. Of course. Yeah, that, that whole, like, 30-year like plan was all for three defeats at home. Um, pretty embarrassing. One goal. They scored though. One goal. They scored. But yeah, not too much else to talk about there. Uh, nope. The Saudi Pro League, we've addressed it. Yep. It's going to keep building. It mm-hmm. won't ever really be that good, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But it may become like the MLS, mm-hmm. a retirement league that actually has some form of legitimate competition. Right. Yep. I mean, I think that the Saudis are probably looking at the MLS and saying that's what we'd like to be. I hope you're right about that. I've I've talked about my concerns in previous episodes. I hope you're right. I hope it will not, you know, change. I don't think much. they realistically can be that though, and I don't think they'd buy Newcastle if they wanted to be that. Mm-hmm. Like the I, and when I say that, I mean the best league on the in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Like I get what you're getting at. I just don't think that like the moves that they've made so far are actually conducive to that. I just thing. I just mean bringing down the quality in Europe and the relevance in Europe. I I just hope. You know, it always stays at the top. I've, oh, I mean, they're already doing addressed that. my concerns before, though. They're already doing that. Yeah. But there's nothing we can do about that. Mm-hmm. That's that. I, I just don't think they're going to unseat. I don't think they will. I don't think that they can. Likely not. I don't think that all the money in the world is going to take away a young English kid's dream of winning the Premier League. Right, right. You know, all the money in the world isn't going to take away Kylian Mbappe's dream of winning, winning Champions League. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that's something that those guys like desperately want to do. Like, Bakayo Saka is not leaving Arsenal um, to go to the Saudi Pro League for any amount of money in the next like ten years, maybe five. I'd hope. <laughs> I would it hope, but it just doesn't compute in my brain. You know I what mean, I mean? I know like, you've mean. got you've got young men like Emil Smith Rowe who are saying, "I'm staying." Like Arsenal could offload him. He said, "I'm staying. I'm fighting for my spot because this is mm-hmm. where I want to be." Yeah. Like those emotions run deeper than paychecks. You're right. Right. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that that can be underappreciated. But regardless, we spent more time in the Saudi Pro League than we should have. Um, <laughs> moving on to a topic that's going to be closer to you and I's heart. We've already discussed a bit of Thomas Partey shopping around some Saudi Pro League yeah. club. Look like he, it looks like he will go there this summer because obviously the the fee the Arsenal set for his his services will not be the issue preventing that transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, and player wants to go, and Mikel Arteta is not the type of manager to hold somebody who doesn't want to go. It's right. very, that's very clear. Right. Um, but the you know losing Granite Xhaka looks more likely by the day. Um, getting uh, it, it's you know obviously we've seen Ainsley Maitland Niles' contract be canceled already. Mm-hmm. Um, Kieran Tierney may be staying now. It's not really clear. Um, the club will be looking to offload players like Rob Holding, who could go for a decent little sum. Yeah. Uh, but the incoming signings 
are more important. And we don't have any of those yet. There's a lot of confusion going on right now at Arsenal. And it's weird because Arsenal had such a good season. You know, you'd expect they'd just build off of it. They'd build off of the squad they have and, yeah. and invest in, in depth. And that's that's what I went into the window thinking it would be. Um, but there's a lot of confusion going on. First, the idea with Caicedo and that he'd he'd bring in, you know, he'd be a center mid and also play right back and do kind of a similar role to Zinchenko. That didn't end up happening. Um, I understand um, Rice, you know, Declan Rice replacing Thomas Partey. Um, he has more potential and he, he's younger. Um, but Partey was fantastic. And I, I just think it's it's worrying, you know, having one of the best midfielders in the world this year. One of the best midfields, I, I, I mean to say. Um, and just, you know, blowing it up. And, and, you know, bringing in two completely new midfielders who have a ton of potential in uh, what it looks like right now is Declan Rice and Romeo Lavia. I love Lavia. I think he's a fantastic player. He's gonna. He's he has so much potential. But are we really signing a 19 year old to play that 10 role, or sorry, that eight role, the box to box role to, um, to try and win Arsenal the the Premier League? Um, I'm not sure if that's, uh, if that's such a good idea. Um, it looks like Gundogan's probably off the table. They're starting to kind of revamp some interest, but. Um, I think, first of all, they should be keeping either either party or Jaka to start with. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then then the question goes into Kai Havertz, and that's something that's... Oh, like, geez, really he's not... You got, you got to address it. You do. Um, I was I, hoping we would just pretend that isn't happening. You know what? I've been having that reaction for a while and maybe this is the false hope in me that, you know, every time we make a sign, I criticize him and I'm like, Oh, we signed him. Now I'm going to, you know, put blind faith into him. But yeah, I under, I'm starting to understand it. My original thought is that he doesn't really fit in any position. He's failed at Chelsea and yep. a really high fee, you know, reported. Yeah. I was just reported fee is like 70 right. million. That's, that's the big deal to me is that we're basically investing most of Chelsea's, uh, bid for Caicedo. Um, and that I don't appreciate. Um, but I, I, and one other, one other concern with him is that he's not particularly good at a single thing. You know, are you able to tell me something in particular that he is good, that he's really good at, that he's known for? He has a good touch. I think looking German is very good. <laughs> I think he's a decent footballer. I, I, I think he's more than a decent footballer. I think he's a good player and approaching a great player and this is what what makes me a little bit more excited about it is that i I was thinking that with this sum of money he's just going to jump into the starting lineup i'm like where's he going to go into the starting lineup is he going to replace jesus up front that wouldn't really make sense but when you really think about it he's playing shift nine for chelsea at best he didn't play right. right i understand but when he uh when he's when he's just an overall good player, not, no no flashy skills, nothing in particular that he's world class at, he can fit into really any system. So he's versatile and he can mold into any formation, any system. And I think that is that that excites me a bit, especially in this idea that I, I really feel like Arsenal's just trying to, you know, go towards Man City's approach of stacking the team. 
and of creating depth and, you know, creating multiple teams that can compete in both the Champions League in midweek and the Premier League at the weekend. So, um, yes, it, it confuses things. It, it, change, it might change the system a little bit, but Kai Havertz was, you know, he had the, all the potential in the world. He was one of the highest rated young players in the world when Chelsea signed him from Bayer Leverkusen. And they didn't handle him, right? Just like basically every player they've signed in the last five years. There's very few players that have succeeded that that signed with Chelsea. And yeah, I, I just hate continuing to pick players from Chelsea that aren't working out, but I, I do think it could work. I'm not sure how much he plays. I think he'll play a decent bit. I'm worried about him taking away minutes from, you know, Smith Rowe and from Trossard and from Reese Nelson, but he he can bring a lot to the table and i think they i trust arteta and i think he can unlock a lot of his potential i guess we'll see i i'm skeptical i really think that spending 60 million on kai havertz at this point in the summer when we still haven't wrapped up this declan rice signing and west ham are mad at the second bid being too low is not i don't look at that done do you think they'll get rice yeah definitely oh, i have no I he would be a, he would he would I mean, he wants the two Arsenal. bids that they've submitted have both been already club record signing bids. But like both of these would outdo the Pepe bid. Right. But they they were promised that that was going to be the bid that would get it done. 80 million, maybe 90 million. But then they won the conference league. So it's going to have to be a little bit more. I think they'll have no problem making that deal. Um, I've uh, Rice wants 100 million on Declan Rice. I think it'll work out. I, I didn't like it at first because I thought, you know, we're, we're going to keep part A. You know, why would we spend $100 million on a player who will eventually mm-hmm. replace him? But party's out the door, it seems like. So So we're keeping Jorginho now then, huh? Probably, yeah. I'm fine with him as a backup. I, 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 I like Jorginho staying. Maybe we'll keep Elneny too. I'm fine with him as a third string as well. If he can get healthy. Yeah. Um, It looks like Trossard's going to stay. I know there's I mean, a whisper of him going, stay. but he better stay. He better um, all right, mate. Last section of the pod. Let's do this list. Run down quick, everybody. We'll see right. what you, you think. See what I think. See how wrong you are. Things like that. Players. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, you put a hard one first. <laughs> uh, Harry Kane. Where will he play his next match? His next club uh, match. I was going to say for England. You got me. <laughs> Um, where will he play his next club match? Oh, I was hoping you'd go first. I could go uh, first. Uh, Man United. Okay. He's going to That would be a great signing for them. That's been the link that was happening all throughout the end of the season. Um, I know there's like some like thing saying people saying like all of a sudden like Ten Hag doesn't want him or something like that. That's nonsense. He's going. Yeah, that's crazy. He's going. He'll yeah, be. just sign Weghorst full term. I mean, I think everyone who's saying like, oh, Harry Kane will go to Madrid. Like, yes, that's very much a possibility, but Harry Kane is so English. What is he going to do at Real Madrid? Plus, they don't really sign players unless they're handsome. So, um, I don't really know. You know, I don't – like, Harry <laughs> Kane, I mean, he's fine. can argue that. Six out of ten. Like, I mean, he's not a bad-looking dude. But I don't think he's going to do – like, I don't think he's going to push the needle that way for Madrid to spend the amount of money they're going to need to spend. And I think for Men United, it's – I don't think it will be an early summer signing. I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a couple clubs make big marquee signings. We'll see Arsenal put a hundred mil down for Declan Rice. We'll see, you know, 
one of their big big competitors drop a, a stack on on some striker, um, and all of a sudden United are going to be panicking and they're going to be making a play that they don't want to make, but they're going to do it. Yeah, and that's going to be dropping like eighty something million on Harry Kane probably. He's going to be more than that. You think more? Like doesn't matter his age. He's going to be in the hundreds. Oh. I can almost guarantee that. And and they'll do it. They'll do it because they have mm-hmm. to. Yeah. At that point in the season, they're going to have to. At that point in the transfer window, they're going to have to. It'll be close to the beginning of the season, maybe late July. Um, But they'll get it done, and that'll, that'll be where he goes. And I just talked way too long about that. Well, I think it's going to be what you said is not going to happen. I think he's going to go to Real Madrid simply because when they knock, it's a different knock. You know, there's no team with bigger pull. There's no club with bigger pull than Real Madrid, like not even close. Um, and if they want a player, they're going to get that player no matter what they have the money they have the facilities they have everything for it and they need to replace kareem benzema who are they going to replace him with maybe mbappe of down the road it's not going to happen now so who are they going to place him now they just signed hosselu i mean they're not he's, he's not going to do it brahim diaz is not a striker jude bellingham's not going to do a job with the nine they need a true nine for this next year and if they want him they're going to get him and i think they're going to want him and yeah you say he's he's as english as it gets but so is david beckham when when they signed him, and... yeah, but David Beckham's a pretty boy with tattoos and model. <laughs> I don't know how to argue with that. I guess Kane doesn't have you know the prettiest accent or nose. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to shit on. I don't want to <laughs> shit on Harry Kane's appearance because I don't think he's like. I don't think he's like fucking. Um, all right, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Jeez, that was so mean. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to say is. I think he's fine. I don't like, but I just don't yeah. think he's the type of pretty boy that Madrid typically goes for. And right. I agree with you. There's a poll about Real Madrid that if they if they really knock, he probably will go. But I just think that Man United are gonna are gonna be panicking in mid to late July and just and just get that signing done. I would agree with you that um, in terms of like for like players and and levels of quality, Harry Kane is probably the only one that you can go for to, to properly replace Green Benzema. Like he does, he can do all the things that Benzema did, and he's as good as Benzema is. Um, but there's pretty much nobody else that you can say that about. Yeah. And so, I mean, we'll see what happens, but it does seem like those two clubs are the only two where it makes sense for him to go at this point. Yep. Uh, he must have been kicking himself watching Holland score all those goals. Yeah. Brutal thirty goal season that goes completely unnoticed. Dude, he um, it well. But yeah. all the football nerds like us are saying that, though. We're all like, oh, like, nobody's talking about Harry Kane, but we're yeah. all talking about Harry Kane, really. So underrated gets overrated. We're <laughs> that far before. All right, Kylian uh, Mbappe, you've put post-contract? So, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I, I'd i imagine that, you know, this season he's going to be playing for PSG. I, yeah. I think that's going to happen. Mm. Um, but once the contract runs out, where does he go? You think he's just going to run his contract now? Oh, maybe. I think he has to. I think that's the only way he gets out. Yeah. Um, sure. I mean, Real Madrid, I guess. I think that's a quick one. I mean, I agree. I think it'll just be like. I think they're the only better. ones who really like he. The only. I mean, it's Mbappe. He's gonna go wherever he wants to go, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, like if if Mbappe were to say tomorrow, like, uh, I actually want Arsenal to sign me when I'm a free agent next summer. Like okay, there have been rumors. Arteta and Edu are clearing the books. They're they're selling Smith Rowe. They're selling Tierney. They're selling they're selling fucking Jesus. everyone. Saka and Odegaard to yeah. make that happen. I mean, they almost signed him at Monaco, and uh, and if he really wants to prove he's better than Holland, then come to the Premier League and join his rival. 
Dude, get the new Messi versus Ronaldo. Don't don't make me switch my answer. I'm going Madrid. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Real Madrid though. All right, cool. Glad we agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Pulisic. This is an interesting one. I think there's a lot of places that, that he could really fit in. If he wants to stay in the Premier League, I, I see really good fits in Aston Villa, in full uh, America, in Newcastle. I think Newcastle could be a great fit for him. I do think he's going to go abroad, though. The one that works, though, because of his wages. What's that? His wages, excess of 200,000 pounds a week. I know, and I know. He'd be well, the top runner at all of those clubs except Newcastle, basically. I mean, I mean they have – Villa and Fulham can have the funds. Villa have been making some really good signings. They got, you know, Yuri Tielemans. They, they might get Oxlade-Chamberlain. I think they're going to be That's on the true. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, maybe Newcastle is the only potential destination in terms of wages. But I think he's going to go abroad. I think there are a few yeah. possible yeah. destinations. This is going to be able to afford him. All right, talk. I think he could go to Dortmund. He could go back to the Bundesliga. I think he should try a new challenge and go to Serie A because I think that is a great league to unleash his capabilities. I think Napoli's a, a potential area. He's better than Lozano. Um, and, you know, him him on one side. I mean, I guess... Uh, yeah, considering that they're about to lose Caveradonna and um, Osimhen. Oh, if they're, I mean, if they're out the door, then, yeah, he's a great... Uh, I don't know if they're out the door, but I just think, like, surely somebody's going to come in for either one of them. Or both. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's going to go to AC Milan. I think that is a perfect fit for him. That would be great. I think that would be awesome to see our boy Pooley in the iconic AC Milan kit. I have to get another one then. I have to have two. Oh, yeah. no, it's like the coolest kit ever. I'd be so crushed <laughs> to have two of them. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that's an interesting prediction. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something kind of weird. Uh-oh. I think he'll go to... I think he'll go to like I don't know somewhere he hasn't been linked to yet. Maybe somewhere like uh like a PSG. I would hate player. that so much. I would hate it too. He wouldn't play a minute. I don't know. Maybe that's not the place, but like somewhere like that, like somewhere weirdly like bigger than we would expect, I think will be where he ends up. I'm not prepared to actually make a prediction at that. I was. hope I hope it's not. I hope yeah. not well, but I just think with the way that his situation is so bad. Mm-hmm. He yeah. needs a spot to to recoup and like reset himself. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he's going to really be able to find in my opinion. But fingers crossed AC Milan would be a great place for him to play. Yep. He'd uh he'd he'd make a big difference over there. Yep. Um, moving on. Chavi Simons. Or Simons. I wanted him back at Arsenal. I thought he would have been so good at Arsenal. I'm I'm shaking my head right now because he's not coming to Arsenal. Yeah, I think he, I mean he's a baller. He I he wants to stay um at PSV, but he's gonna go to PSG. He's gonna go back there. Um I, I really think they're gonna um trigger his clause. It's weird because I mean his clause is like a I don't know if it's in the contract where he goes back for free or if he, you know, just a buyback clause where they, they get him for very cheap. Um, I think it's a buyback clause, but I mean, why would they not do it? It's like 15 million for, you know, one of the highest touted, you know, U22 players in the world right now. I yeah. see no reason why they wouldn't do it. Um, he, he's so good. But again, like if they have no use for him, maybe they, they buy him back and then sell him. 
That's a possibility. That's a possibility. I mean, he is going to be a big piece of business for whoever does buy him. I don't think he's coming to Arsenal. Um, I think he may England. I think he will end up at Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle have been making really sharp business. Yeah. That would be another really sharp business move to get him in. Mm-hmm. And like I think they are gonna I think we're gonna see them spend big, but mm-hmm. I think it will be on more sharp business like that. Like they're gonna make some intelligent signings this summer. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not excited to see it, but I well, I'll be happy that I was proved right a little bit, I guess. I guess I um, could see that move. Ilkay Gundawan. Um some club that starts with all. <laughs> you really think so? Still in Saudi. You think so? I mean, he's he just won the treble here. They're gonna throw a bunch of money at him, and just like you said, it's really almost impossible to say no to that. I think, yeah. I don't think he's coming to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I don't think that move makes any sense at all. I think it makes perfect sense for him. Sure. How do you? How do I you mean, th- perfect sense for Arsenal, definitely. But oh, I mean, it maybe makes not. Great sense for us, dude. I, I wish. I wish we got him. Uh, I think it would make perfect sense because. I mean, what better way to, you know, join? Yeah, maybe it doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> That's like getting yourself fired as manager on FIFA career mode. Yeah, but if you, you want to start coaching it, against the power team, you do it. It's a team that didn't that didn't respect him. They they didn't play him as often. I mean, he was he, captain. He is captain. He is captain. I don't know. I just want him. I, want I, him I would him. love to have him too, but I don't. Think <laughs> and I think he's going yeah, to maybe owl, he's so owl. Etihad or something. Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it's going to be gross, but it, I, I, I yeah, think I they're just going to buy him. I think he will play his next match for Manchester City. I think he's going to stay. You think he's going to stay at City? Yeah. I think he's going to sign like a four or five year deal. That would also make sense. Yeah. That would also make sense. I don't know why they'd let him go. Yeah. I mean, they should definitely shouldn't want to, but I, I mean, there's definitely some things saying he doesn't want to continue. Mm-hmm. We'll see. What's a new challenge? Uh, a similar player though. How can sell a similar situation? Not, no, mm-hmm. not similar situation. Cause he's definitely leaving Man City. He right. and Pep don't get along. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty, pretty much everybody saying that yeah. who knows for real, but um, how can sell I think, I mean, he did okay at, at Bayern. I don't think he'll go to Bayern, but he'll end up at one of the. He'll go to Barcelona, I think. Bang, I agree. I have Barcelona. Sense for him. That's that's the heavy, uh, heaviest link, and it's also probably the heaviest link with Gundogan. But Gundogan is a much better link. I gotta be honest with you. I did not know that he was being linked to Barcelona. He was. I just thought like <laughs> Barcelona makes sense for him at this point in his career. It does. He's, and he's a good enough player to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could make good money there, and they want him. I'm sure they want him. Yeah, he's he, he looks like – that looks like the best destination for him. I mean, Arsenal could be a possibility, but it wouldn't really make much sense. For we don't him. need Honestly, a third. Either way, another – I mean, he can play right back as well, but another, you know, attack-minded fullback. You can't have both Zinchenko and Kinsella. I mean, Zinchenko would just be benched again by, to Kinsella, which is literally why he left, but um, – Oh, dude, that would be so filthy for him. Yeah. You but, hey, that. it happened with tyranny. It's a business. But, I mean, you can't put Cancelo and Zinchenko in the same, in the same 11 because then, you know, you're conceding six goals that match. So then you sell Zinchenko, start Tierney on the left, Cancelo on the right. Now we're talking business. It's not going to happen, though. 
yeah, I mean, this is why I'm not Coach Arsenal because that probably doesn't make any sense in all reality. Oh, it makes um, sense. Just not to Arteta. Yeah, and if it doesn't make sense to Arteta, then then I don't want it. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, let's do let's do some guys from some relegated clubs mm-hmm. where they may end up. Let's we can start with James Madison. Sure. Um, this is gonna hurt, but I think he's going to Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good buy for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that really hurts me that much. I, I'm not really that worried about Tottenham this year. They need a rebuild, and I think this is the way to get it. I think they got to sell Kane, and you know they they just signed Kulusevski full, um, you know, permanently. That's a great signing. I think for a decent fee as well. Um, James Madison, another player that's going to, you know, bring a lot of creativity to the table. You know, they, they've lacked creativity in the midfields. They, they've had a just, you know, it's just been Kane and Son. And when Son has an off season, it's all it's all about Kane, and then they struggle. Um, so now, if they bring that to the midfields, um, just bring more young guys in because that, I mean, a few years ago when they had Deli Ali in his prime and they had Kane just coming into it that was a scary, scary team because, you know, they, they weren't just, they weren't just dangerous, but they were young and they need to bring that back to really, you know, bring back their best era. Yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, I think that would be a good buy for Tottenham. That'd be a really good buy for Tottenham. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously I would not like to see him score in the North London Derby, but like overall, I don't know that would really hurt me that much if he went to Tottenham. I think it would be like, that's a good bit of business for them. I still am not that worried about them because I think he's a good player, but not really that great, but you know, he's what it is. Um, I think he's going to go to, I think he's going to go to Brentford. I think Brentford makes sense for him. Just like Pulisic. Do you think that would be too high profile of a player? Like, yeah, I do think that's really. possible. I do think that's possible. Um, but from an already relegated club, he, at least they'll save some dough on the transfer fee. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to miss out on Ivan Tony for the first half of the season, they're going to need to beef their attack, not only with goals, but with creativity. And I get that, that James Madison's not a striker, but he's capable of doing a whole heck of a lot in a system that's going to need to change. And so he's kind of your utility. Like he can, he could, he can play your number 10 role. He can get out wide and, and help create out there. Like He can do a lot of things. And if you give him some space in the middle of the pitch to work with Matthias Jensen and Brian Mbomo, you could see pretty decent results there. So I think, like, I agree with you. There's potential that he's too high profile of a signing and he goes somewhere like a, um, a Aston Villa or a Brighton. But I, I, I think Brentford will will – scrap the pennies to make that happen that would be a massive signing for them and i mean their biggest ever signing i mean that's a club that's making massive moves yep up the premier league table yeah money to spend on that's something to consider right um all right i'll go first on tyler adams i have some thoughts about this one Mm -hmm. um tyler adams is a very interesting prospect for this year I think him being American works against him, whether people want to admit that or agree with me on that or not. I think it does. Um, I think the only other thing that's going to hurt him is that he was injured at the end of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, he played really well, and he will earn himself a move, but not not going to be as fresh on a lot of people's minds. But you know whose mind he is going to be on? Whose? Who's, whose mind he's definitely going to be on to replace a massive midfielder that they're going to sell to Arsenal for $100 million? David Moyes. I think he's going to West Ham. 
I think that makes sense. Places Declan Rice. I I mean, I don't think he. I don't think he's as good as Declan Rice. I don't think you bring him in and he replaces Declan Rice. But I think you bring him in, and I mean, if you're look, if you're West Ham, where's the cheapest place? Other than like you know, some like obscure league or like proper championship clubs, you can buy a good midfielder. That would be from a relegated team. And who was the best midfielder that was relegated that's still in England? That's Tyler Adams. Yep. Tyler Adams was the best defensive midfielder of the three relegated teams. And for West Ham, I think that's a smart buy to at least shore up what is going to be a massive loss in their defense in Declan Rice. That's fair. I I could definitely see that happening. Um, I took a little bit of a different route. I think he's going to stay in the Premier League. Um, I see two options. I think one of them might be Everton. I think he could do really well. Please no. Um, I do. I I don't really want it to happen, but I do think he could have a massive. He is tailor made for Sean Dyche team though. True. Yeah. He he would be so good under Sean Dyche. He's a tough kid. But it's also he would work so well with Amadou Onana. And I mean, the problem is that that he'd also be competing with Adrisa Gay and uh, Abdullah Decore. So so there are. There are players that he'd be competing with. There might be a, a sale. I think um, Decore is more of an attacking midfielder than Tyler Adams. Right, though. right. Yeah, he he does go forward more. Same with Alex Awobi. Um, but there is still Gay and Onana. I think. I mean, I think he would he would win the the starting job over Gay. I, I mean, given Gay's age and he's a great player, but he's on the wrong side of thirty. Um, Onana, really good young player. If he if he and Adams um, can you know create a a partnership and gain experience that can be very, I mean, that can be really positive. It can, it can, you know, make a big impact. I don't think he's going to end up there though. I think he's going to go to Brighton. Um, oh, Brighton would be a great place for him to end up. Brighton's an interesting situation right now, just because they're, they're losing some star players and McAllister and um, it looks like Caicedo. He can replace Caicedo very well, but he also joins a, a relatively new midfield, you know, where he'd be playing alongside Julio and CISO, one of the best young players in the Premier League. I don't care what anybody says. I think he's going to have an unbelievable season next year. And I think he is. He, he, I mean, the sky's the limit for him. Um, so I think he can play alongside him uh, and, um, and play really as that six, as that true six um, in a Brighton team that's losing some of their best players. They're replacing them with like James Milner and, and, and Mamou Dahoud from, from Dortmund who barely played this season. Like, Brighton's come a, a long enough way to the point where those aren't very good signings, to be honest. A few years ago, I would have said good signings. Those aren't good signings for them anymore. I think he needs – I think they need a true a true midfielder that can make a real impact and push them for Europe again um, and push them far in the Europa League. And I think Tyler Adams can do that. Yeah, I agree with you there. He proved himself really capable at Leeds, and we'll see what happens. All right, um – the owner of probably one of my favorite Premier League player chants of all time. It's sad that he's going to leave Southampton. James Ward-Prowse. All right. James Ward-Prowse. Let's talk about him. You say he's going to leave Southampton? Yeah. Listen to this. He's going to you think he's staying at Southampton? I think he's staying at Southampton. You're um... Here's I, the thing. I, I was going to call you a moron, but I don't know if I really believe that now. Listen to me. Listen to me. Just, just hear me out. All these we're, we're talking about all these players signing for the West Ham, signing for Brighton, for Everton. 
we're running out of clubs that are going to need James Ward-Prowse. And it could be worrying for him, but fans are starting to get – Southampton fans are starting to get excited um, with certain indications that he might stay. I mean, the, you know, this may be reading into it too much, but he wasn't involved in the like the club, I think, kit reveal or something like that. Yeah, the kit launch. Um, the fact that he was involved in it, you know, it, take it with a grain of salt, but it could mean something. I think – He's a player who's – I mean, he's probably the best free kick taker in the world. He's, he's got a lot of quality in him. But he's also very loyal, and he's not, he's not on that next level. He's not Tottenham level. He's not, he's not at the level of certain teams. He can definitely play. Yeah, but Tottenham might buy him. What? Tottenham might buy him. He might not be Tottenham level, but they, that's the kind of business but they the do. The point is he, he, they could buy him. Some sharp Dan Levy business. What? Said some sharp Dan Levy business. Yeah. <laughs> Um, exactly right. But the point is that it wouldn't be a good signing. So if they don't buy him, you know, there aren't that many options. And I think, I think he's the type of player who could be loyal and who could, you know, you know, accept, you know, what Southampton will offer him and you can lead us back and be the club fan favorite, be a cult hero, lead us back to the Premier League um, and take us over more afterwards and, and, and sign this unbelievable new contract. I think they could convince him, and I think he's going to stay. I do think that they'll get promoted again. I don't think they will if he leaves. I think they'll get promoted even if he leaves. Mm-hmm. I think that they'll they'll make that happen. Those parachute payments are lucrative, and they look pretty mm-hmm. decent at the end of the year. Um. Oh man, you think he's going to stay at Southampton? Now I'm now I'm thinking he might do that because he is that kind of guy. At least he seems like that kind of guy. Um. And God, he would go crazy in the championship. Oh my God! Scoring free kicks. Oh my God, it would be unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I I think he's gonna go to Crystal Palace. I think Crystal Palace makes sense for him. They're probably losing Zaha to the Saudi league. Um, mm-hmm. at least that's of some rumors that I've seen, and I think they're probably losing Zaha to somebody. Um. Because he had another great year. And I know people always say that, and it doesn't happen, but this year seems like the summer that people are really going to leave their clubs. Like, Kane's really going to leave Tottenham. Zaha's really going to leave Palace. Like, it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. I, I know James Ward-Prowse and Zillow Wilfred Zaha do not play the same position, but they're mm-hmm. going to need quality. Um, they're yeah. going to need assurance in the midfield, and I think James Ward-Prowse is a practical buy for them. I think the problem is just that Eze plays a similar role, and that could confuse things, or maybe they play together, but that still could be a very attacking midfield. Uh, there. That would be a very dangerous team and exciting one to watch. It would be fun to watch for sure. All right, last guy, and then we'll wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Harvey Barnes, another Leicester player, um, like James Madison, who we've already discussed, who um, is ripe for, for purchase after Leicester's relegation. Mm-hmm. But is he damaged goods because of that relegation? Isn't something we discussed with James Madison because I think he's a little too good for that. But is Harvey Barnes slightly damaged goods from this relegation, and will people still want him? I know you've criticized him a little bit. I think I think he's still a great player. I think he's done well. Um, yeah, maybe he could have done a little bit better this season, but I think overall he made his his effort, and I don't think it was at all on him that they got relegated. He had 13 goals and you know some really nice ones, and you know, scored some big goals, scored in that last match of the season that almost kept them up. I think 
I think he's going to leave. And I think this is the West Ham signing that happens. I think he will go to West Ham and, and him alongside Jared Bowen on the wings, I think could be a lethal duo. Burnley. Ooh. He'll be their promotion signing. He'll Under go to Vinny. Yeah. I think that's a great signing for them. New Burnley Barnes. I like it. I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good signing for them. They need a, just a little bit of uptick in quality. I mean, they dominated mm-hmm. in the championship. They're not going to be able to play that same style in the Premier League and really be – I mean, maybe they will, but they'll get smoked by some people. They're just going to need to up their, up their level a little bit. And yeah. Harvey Barnes makes sense for that. I like that. All right, cool. Well, um, thanks for chatting with me, Josh. Thank you. Um, it's been a long one. It has been a very long one. I'll probably chop this up and release it in two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. But, yeah, thanks for talking with me, mate. Thank you, Pat. Chatting with you again. Peace. Peace.